Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. What's going on? This is Jeremiah Watkins, and you're listening to The Building Years. You're supposed to say it's Jeremiah Watkins and and then you and then I say Justin Alexia. <laughs> I mean, you know, I felt like changing it up, but you know, you can call me on it. It is a live podcast. <laughs> it's recording, so you might as well just <laughs> whatever, call me dude. On it whatever. It's it not about you. It's, it's not, not about you know, me. It's not about that at all because we have a guest. In we the got house a guest. Friday. She's hilarious. Oh. Uh, oh yeah, take that compliment. <laughs> hilarious actress, good for Gina DeVivo. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, welcome to the program. How well, you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. It's not too hot. Not I'm too enjoying hot. The day. Good, and you just woke up. You said I did. I just woke up not you, that long ago. You found out you were doing <laughs> this podcast, and you're like, you know what? I need to rest as much as possible. <laughs> I did. I needed to build my strength. Yeah, yeah. I need stamina for 30 minutes of an interview. <laughs> need to get this going. It's exhausting talking about yourself, man. It is. It is so tiring talking about ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So many accomplishments. <laughs> oh, we'll get into that <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> oh, jeez. Your hair is wonderful. Do you get oh, a lot of compliments? It's purple. Uh, it's purple. My hair is purple. Two-tone purple, I yeah. guess. Yeah, it's like an Or is ombre. it pink? I, I never know. I don't know. It just, it does its own thing. It was purple like two days ago, and now it's pink. It just keeps shifting. It's like a mood ring, you know? It is. Just I have m- described my hair as a mood ring many times. So. I, I feel <laughs> like it would uh, dissuade like frat dudes from hitting on you. and more gets the artsy types talking, Really? Right? No, I'm a, I'm, I'm a lady. It doesn't dissuade anyone. <laughs> I have boobs. I, it's the same thing. I'm a lady. I've got lady parts. <laughs> That's just, and the world keeps on spinning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you and Justin know each other? We worked on a movie together, for those who don't know. We did Mono. Nice. Yeah. And you guys recently saw a cut of it, right? We did. An unfinished cut, but it was awesome. Did you like right. your part? Did you feel like you killed it? Because I watched it and I was like, <laughs> wish I would have had another take for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say I was definitely um, just super hiding in my chair for most of it. Um, I well, was sitting a, it, are you, is it hard for you to watch yourself uh, oh, on yeah. screen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because some people are super comfortable with it and then other people it's... It's very, it's, you're cringing the whole time. You're like, I don't know if I... Uh. I, I think it, dep- it depends. I feel like the more I watch a project, it gets easier. But the first time when you haven't seen anything, no dailies, no yeah. nothing of it, you're just kind of like, well, this could suck really badly <laughs> of, yeah. on my part. Sure. So you're, it's more the anticipation that's the cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. And then once it's over, you're like, okay, that wasn't that bad. Right, right. <laughs> what kind of character did you play in this movie? Um, I play this girl called Ruth. She's the artsy, emo, um, sort of goth girl. Did you have purple <laughs> hair for the movie? I did. I did. Have, there you go. I didn't tell anybody, but I just sort of did it. And then was like, okay, my hair's purple now. Oh, you auditioned before your hair was purple? Um, I auditioned and my hair was had streaks in it. And then uh, I put way more pink into it. Mm-hmm. for the t- And then the table read happened and everyone was like, your hair's purple. And I was like, yep. <laughs> No one said it was bad, so I was like, okay, good. Yeah, they liked you enough where they're like, all right, it's the same shell of a person. We'll, <laughs> we'll work with this. Uh, same personality. She's not coming in like, hey, guys. 
No. You guys, you guys ready for the table? Where he's like, she got much more emo and dark <laughs> while she dyed her hair. You play a lot of emo like characters. I have actually. It's just so weird to me because you're so bubbly and like I, I nice. Think, I think that's why it's fun for me. I always love those parts. I I've done a lot of gothic parts where it's just like, uh, and then the gloomy blah, storms and just death and destruction, and I'm. It's really fun. Right. Yeah, it's it's either really fun to play somebody that's very close to you or somebody that's like really not yeah, at all. Yeah, anytime I've ever had to play gothic on set, um, the whole like time leading up to before filming, I'll wear all super bright colors and be as happy as humanly possible so that on the day when I show up and in full costume yeah. and makeup, they're like, what the hell <laughs> are you? <laughs> it's always fun. That's great. Yeah, I was telling Justin earlier that on Monday, I auditioned to be a meth head rapist. Oh, and you for know what? It's a. I guess it's a. It's a C. <laughs> Nicholas Cage movie. <laughs> Why do you describe it like that? Just because say it's a it Nicholas Cage. It cannot. Though I read the script, it cannot be an A. Nicholas Cage movie. I read it. I was like, "There's no way." I was like, I looked at like, oh, there's just some lines in it that I was like, "This is a C movie." Like it, it's got like the catchphrases, the taglines. Oh, I'm those like, are the oh, best, man. This is. Oh. I think it goes straight to video on demand. Oh, if it's lucky. <laughs> if it's lucky. So, you know, I'm not a method and I'm not a rapist. So I was like, let's have fun with this. <laughs> let's, have, let's go at it. Nice. That's so, a good attitude to have. Yeah, you know, why not? Uh, but I told Justin, I was like, uh, yeah, I kind of hope I don't get this one. <laughs> well, it'd be a, that'd be an odd one to get, but. Yeah, uh, but you've been acting since uh, we were uh, spying on your IMDb page oh, before yes. this. Creeping, and creeping away. Creeping away, and we Hey, we're helping your star meter out. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, notice that you've been acting since you were a kid. Yeah, yeah. I started when I was about 11. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was in fifth fourth grade something like that no, so no. yeah let's see the yeah tell explain to us the genesis of a child actor like <laughs> do you go to mommy or does mommy like see uh that she can make some money off you with that commercial money it's like no, get in there no none of that i uh what happened was i was a really shy kid so my mom was like we're gonna put you in a play because you're shy and you need to start making friends okay. and like learn to talk to humans and so I did this traveling play. It was like a weird sleeping beauty thing. I was a troll. It was great. That was your first part? That was my first part. I was yeah. a troll. And your parents are like, you need to make more friends. Now you're a troll. And you're like, much. Mom, Mom, Dad. <laughs> yeah, but I, I learned like 64 lines and four songs in one night. Wow. I loved it. And not realizing that, you know, the next four weeks were supposed to be rehearsal. And that's when you learn everything. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so I just knew everything. And I, ever since then, I just loved it. And so I lived in Vegas at the time. And my mom and I would drive up to Los Angeles for a 15-minute audition and then drive back and go to school oh my the next goodness. day. Wait a second. So that's, yeah. is that a four-hour drive? Four and a half four, hours? Yeah, four and a half hour drive. Wow. So, okay, so you were, okay, so maybe this is why you're not all messed up today. It's because uh, you were, had your childhood in Vegas and then kind of dabbled in. Well, that was only about a year. Yeah, we, we did that for about a year straight, and then we were like, well, she hasn't quit yet. We should probably move. 
And oh, wow. So your family moved yeah. because yeah. For, so you could pursue this. Yeah, my mom and That's I and my sister, awesome. we moved. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I was pretty thankful. You have a pretty cool <laughs> mom for doing that. I do. My mom's the best. That's great. <laughs> wow. She's taken me to all, all my auditions. She's been on every set. She loves it. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. It's nice to hear whenever like uh, somebody's like super supportive, but in a good way. Yeah, like, not in like a do this now. I don't yeah. care if you hate it. <laughs> right. Like like uh, all right, y- you're three years old. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna start taking commercial audition workshops. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? I would just be nervous because I was like, oh, I just got my family to move to L.A. for me. I can't fuck this up. I can't. <laughs> I got to make it. Yeah, I, yeah, that goes through your mind at least <laughs> twice a day, you know. <laughs> Even as a kid? Oh, yeah. Really? Well, um, I think I think I was a very precocious child. And um, I was recently told, my, my stepmom told me the story. I don't remember this. And I'm very embarrassed by it. But I guess I was talking to my dad. And he wanted me to come visit. Um, and I had an audition, so I wasn't going to go. And I guess I told my, she was talking to me, and I guess I told her, I just, at like 11 years old, just go, oh, my dad just doesn't understand my career. Oh. <laughs> and I was, nice. I was like, oh, God, I said that? What's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> I must have sounded like such a little idiot. <laughs> so what was the first thing that you started working on, and how old were you when you booked like your first project? Mm, my first like major project, I was well. I did all the you know the student films and stuff like that, sure. which was huge for me. Up. Of course, huge for me. It's exciting. It's fun. Oh Just yeah. Be on set. Oh yeah. I love be like get free food and stuff. Yeah. Like, this is the yeah. Best. I was like, you don't gotta pay me. You're feeding me. Yeah. I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I loved it. And then I booked uh, a commercial, which was great. Mm-hmm. And then I got cut out of that commercial, which was great. No. How? Okay. Now. Now that you've been around the biz for a while now, thinking back to when you're a kid and something like that mm-hmm. happens to you when you get cut out, how do you deal with that emotionally then versus now? Like how how detrimental is that to you as a kid versus like being a little bit older as an adult? Like how do you hmm. how do you sort that or is it the same? Yeah, does it hurt? I I think it hurt. I think it probably hurts less as a kid because you blow it off a little easier. I, I think it, I think it was more so. I, I don't really care about the end, like you don't care about the end product with you're when you're a kid. You, you like the experience, the experience. Okay. yeah. So like you're this commercial moment. was a car commercial, okay. And what they did was they shut down the four hundred five, and we got to like run on the freeway. Wow. As like in car formation. <laughs> that must have cost a lot of money. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, wow. I can't even imagine how much. But it was super <laughs> rad. I got to run on an empty freeway like it was some weird apocalypse. And so I didn't even care when I saw it later and it w- I wasn't in it. I was just like, dude, I got to run on a freeway. <laughs> like, how cool is that? That's pretty incredible. Yeah. So wow. I think maybe as a kid, you just don't care that much. Yeah. So then uh, could we saw, so you were on... Uh, I'm sure this must have been fun as a kid. Uh, Hannah yes. Montana. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Yep. Did that help with popularity <laughs> at school? <laughs> like, I've been on Hannah Montana. Well, no, because by the time I did that, I was being homeschooled. So there was no one to impress. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I still meet people who remember that episode. That's the thing about kid shows. Like, 
you when you watched it as a kid, you remember all of those yeah. episodes. So yeah. when you see random people that were on one episode or had one line, you're still like, oh my God, you're that person. I loved that show. So I still get people that are like, totally, I know exactly who you are on that show. <laughs> and I'm like, that's crazy. But I, I know, I have people like that where I'll see something from yeah. a show that no one has ever heard of. And I'm like, oh my God, you're that guy. <laughs> Hey, I have a similar but different thing that keeps happening. Uh, I did a uh, uh, a non-union court show about three or four years ago. <laughs> and uh, literally last night, be like, hey, man, just saw you on America's Court. I'm like, they're still playing that? They're like, yeah, they use it as promos. What? They use my episode. And they told me whenever I got done filming, they're like, this is one of the funniest episodes we've ever had. Because <laughs> I just played I just played this character. Like most of the people who book the jobs, A, never acted before in their life. <laughs> B, if they have acted, it's very bad acting. So okay. I did it. I had I went in like with years of improv experience and and just doing characters and stuff for a long time. So I just played this guy as true as possible that I could like <laughs> douchey just such like oh just the worst kind of guy yeah he's just, just like yeah uh, what's <laughs> up man I'm the, I'm the lead singer of the band what's up dude like, <laughs> and uh people re- have they liked it and and they keep <laughs> airing it over and over how much That's residuals awesome. have you gotten from that zero dollars oh, <laughs> I literally got paid fifty dollars <laughs> And no meal. (laughs) Just like, here's $50 cash. Never speak of this again. (laughs) Yeah, I I did one of those. I remember the guy, one of the guys was doing it was like, hey, where's the food truck? Uh, Like, where's the crafty? He's like, oh, there's food trucks you got to pay for outside. Yeah, you they, they they send you on lunch breaks on certain low budget stuff. They're like, all right, this is a lunch break, not paid. See you in an hour, guys. <laughs> like, what? Not even pizza? That's when you know it's a bad production when you're you don't even get yeah, pizza. Yeah, even background gets pizza I at know. least, man. <laughs> so you were homeschooled. Do you feel like that that uh, hindered your social skills? I feel like not because you're a very nice person. <laughs> I'll just preface it with that. But I would feel like if I was homeschooled. I would have such bad social skills. I wouldn't want to talk. I don't know. It's just like you're not around kids. Did you like miss being around kids or are you so committed to your career? that You're just like, I got to do this. That's where she draws from for her characters for all these emo things. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. That's, was, maybe that's why I get cast all the time. I'm just a sad, lonely child inside. <laughs> um, not really. I, I It was like a homeschool group. So every Tuesday and Thursday we would go pr- uh, study with private tutors and listen to other actor kids yeah usually okay. other actors um now did you audition a lot during the day as a kid and that's yeah. kind of the reasoning behind like the private sessions and different stuff like that pretty much okay. yeah it was it, you audition throughout um you'd have to keep your schedule open throughout the day yeah um because i used to take off for school and be gone for four hours driving from Vegas. Oh, there you go. So when we got here, I was like, I don't really want to go to school. And my mom was like, yeah, okay, let's look into it. (laughs) And so we found this really awesome school called uh, the Alexandria Academy. It was great. It sounded very fancy. Yeah. Yeah. But um, sounds Greek or something. A Roman? (laughs) I don't know. Something. I don't Something know. not American. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it was really cool. You could do whatever you wanted. Um, I got to study like Greek mythology, and we had 
ed- you could take etiquette classes and you could wow. we had speakers every Thursdays and Fridays. Just really rad people they would bring in to talk to you. It was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, and then like acting classes kind of like your school. You have a ton of kids your age, so. Yeah. Do they ever uh when you take I never took acting classes as a kid, but I always wondered cuz like most of the acting classes I take or scenes uh-huh. it's some like boyfriend girlfriend drama oh yeah I ended up making <laughs> out with someone but like do they make the little kids make out like when you're in acting class no. I was wondering okay I don't know I don't know it's LA I that, don't know no that, that's uh, I never got those kinds of scenes I did get I, I remember once having to do the scene from Cruel Intentions the you can put it anywhere scene <laughs> when I was really young and just thinking, really? This is what you're going to give me? Okay. And we, you know, did the scene and it was so uncomfortable. (laughs) But I think that was the point. (laughs) But no, no, no weird makeout scenes. I've never had a make, I've never had to do a makeout scene Mm. in class. In acting class? No. Okay. By the way, I'm just going to preface my statement with, um, what Justin asked you as that question, that's in our top five creepiest interview <laughs> questions <laughs> of all time. So when you're a little kid, did they make you like... Make Maybe out? you should have gone out for the creepy part that he just did. <laughs> I'll forward you the info for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I don't but know. I, mean, I, try, no, I love it. I I'm trying to ask interesting questions. No, I'm like, good. I've never asked this he, question no, before. Here's a question I've never asked that, uh, that I just thought of. Okay. So since you have been acting since you were a kid, yeah. how many headshot sessions have oh, you gone through? My God. Like printing out <laughs> headshots and new stuff. Like how many and looks and different like because uh, people who aren't actors, uh, we have to have different headshots and we kind of have to update them at least every once in a while uh, because we start. And I can't even imagine if you're changing mm-hmm. actually physically in the way you look. And, you know, if you dye your hair, then you yeah. have to get new headshots. How many how many sessions have you gone through since you were a kid? So 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 many. Yeah. Um, and there are times when we would take the headshots and we wouldn't like them, and oh. then we'd have to do another round. Oh. Um, but I was pretty good. I was very good about not changing the way I looked, and I yeah. I haven't I've looked the way I look now since I was about fourteen. Mm-hmm. I haven't changed much. <laughs> And so I didn't do anything with my hair. I just kept it the way it was. So I didn't really have to do like too many, but it was enough that it was awful. Yeah, a lot. Um, And then now I have purple hair, so I need to get new ones again. New new shots. (laughs) New shots. shots. So go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so going back to your uh, filmography on IMDb. Yes, yes. You you did an episode of Mad Men. I did. And I want to ask... Did you see uh, the schlong? The John Ham of John Ham. The ham. The yeah. ham. The, the ham. <laughs> ham. I'm sorry. I'm just going all creepy today, baby. Super through creepy. the through the pants. I've seen internet pictures. It's huge. So I was wondering, did you see it? <laughs> also, any integrity that we had <laughs> in this interview is out the window. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about inside the actor studio. You were on Hannah Montana, and then after that, you saw John Ham Schlong. <laughs> Tell us about that, Gina. Um, no, I did not notice any sort of abnormality. So you think that's just an internet region. thing? An internet thing that picks it up? That's what I think. 
I'm not culture. sure. I also wasn't looking. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she's too busy um, acting. Yeah. Justin. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you, you're just when you're in person with a man that attractive, you just stare at the face. Okay. It's just he's very tall too, so it's just a lot of just staring up in awe. And was he nice? Splendor. I feel like he could be a secret dick. Not to not to me. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Justin wants him to be. He's like, he can't have a big penis and a great personality <laughs> and be handsome. It's too much. It's too much. God has given him too many skills. <laughs> so after Hannah Montana, you do Mad Men, you do some other TV shows. Mm-hmm. How does that progression kind of work? Do you just kind of keep building your credits and that kind of thing? And then... Yeah. Because you assume the, the roles switch over. So is there like a, you know, like a roadblock where you're like, oh, now I'm in this new... I'm a woman now versus a kid. Yeah. Like, like, oh, like absolutely. you start working less or you start working more because you, you're you're literally physically changing as you're getting older. Right. Um, I it was, it was a weird transition because when I first started, you know, you go through a lot of uh, sort of agents that don't do anything, don't know yeah. how to market you, don't just sort of have you on their roster to have you. And so you don't go out for a really long time. And then I sort of finally figured out a good team for myself and started going out consistently. And then because I was going out consistently, started building these relationships with these casting directors who would bring me in constantly until they finally found something to put me in. So it was really, it was great. And I was doing a lot of casting workshops to build all these relationships. And it really worked out in my favor. I started booking quite f- um, consistently and regularly. And then, and then of course, you know, something changes. You leave that sort of market of kid area. And then you stop booking and stop going out altogether. And then you have to rebuild relationships with casting directors that are only for kid shows. Uh. And so you can't really go in for those part like those so casting you, offices anymore. So do you think that's kind of why we see kids that work a ton and then you're like, what happened to that person? Oh, yeah. Why aren't they acting anymore? Oh, yeah. You definitely run into that like they're not cute anymore mm-hmm. thing. And yeah, it's 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 weird. How do you how do you prep yourself for that mentally when you are working a lot and then you're like, all right, what's going on here? I mean, I know that's like a big part of the game, but how do you personally deal with it? I personally, we've all, I'm sure we've all gone through tons of dry spells. I've been through dry (laughs) spells where (laughs) I haven't worked or even been to an audition in over a year. Mm -hmm. Um, And you just sort of, I fill my life with other things. I like to travel or I'll just be like, well, I haven't done anything for a while. I'm going to go to Europe for a few months. Why not? And, uh, or, um, I do projects with friends. If I'm like, I really want to do something, I'll just, we'll just get together and someone will just be like, oh yeah, I've got a script written. Let's do it. And then we'll just film a mini web series for ourselves. And so it's just staying busy. Staying not. busy, finding things you love that aren't, you know, if something's not happening in one area, just fill your life with something else that makes you happy. Well, sounds like you're you. You seem happy. Like, well, to me, <laughs> to me, when I hear kid actor, I automatically oh, you think they're, they're ruined. <laughs> I, I I automatically think depressed. Probably gonna have some kind of substance abuse thing. 
So like, oh, I yeah, mean, I've seen many of those. Why, like, I would assume as a child actor, you had a lot of child actor friends. Oh yeah. So like, I'm, I've assume, seen a lot of train wrecks. Let's yes. talk about the burnout. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you think that happens to people? Like, because I know it's a high percentage for child actors. Yeah, I think it's because they're given a lot of freedom really early on. They're treated when you're on when you're a kid on set, um, especially if you're the star of something. You're sort of mm. uh, if if you're misbehaving, you're not really told not to do that. You're not um, sort of reprimanded because you're the star. You're 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 sort of coddled in that way, and so you sort of get this self entitlement in the workplace and probably outside the workplace. Um, you're making money and in the and house, and yeah, and maybe in those sort of cir- circumstances, the family isn't reprimanding the kid because they're the quote unquote breadwinner at the moment. Oof. I'm not sure, but and I feel like a lot of people they're always checking in on you on set, like, are you yeah, okay? Are you doing yeah. good? Is there anything I can get you? Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, you're constantly being told that you're like the center of the universe yeah, yeah, yeah. at all times. It's a weird feeling. Um, yeah. yeah, like even like I remember being on set and like y- as a kid, you weren't like you would you weren't supposed to go get your own food like you weren't supposed to hold things like people would constantly be coming over to like grab things for you or hold things for you. And it sort of gives you a weird feeling of like, no, 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 I can do it for myself. Right. But, you know, it's their job. But it also kind of I could see where that would give someone a big head of like, oh, no, you're supposed to do that for me. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I, I was working with this kid on set. He comes, he kicks over a trash can. Oh, my gosh. And nobody says anything to him. It just, like, a PA runs over and cleans it up. Oh, oh no. And then he starts just throwing stuff everywhere. And, like, uh, then he starts talking to me. He's like, yeah, I auditioned for a Robert Downey Jr. movie last week. And I literally looked at him and was like, I don't care. <laughs> like, oh. you're not bragging to me, man. You can brag <laughs> to everyone else, but not me. So, like, I was like, and then when I was done for the day, I was like, yeah, that kid's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know. Anyway, so uh, the podcast is mm-hmm. almost over. Mm-hmm. It's oh. time for our segment, the Hollywood Bitch Slap. Watch out! You got in on it too, Gina. Uh, did uh, did you have a Hollywood Bitch Slap for us? I do. I do. I have a I have a moment that sucked pretty bad. Um, let's get into it. Let's get into it. I uh, when I was a kid, I auditioned for. How old are you here? Uh, I would say 13. Okay. 12, 13. I auditioned for a movie. And at the time, I was with an agent. And then I left that agent. And then I found out later that I got called to be a part. <laughs> and the agent was like, we're not going to tell her. And she what? left us. Oh. So... There was that. <laughs> How did you find out about it later? Like, I what what happened was I ended up on the set anyway because I knew people who booked parts on oh it, and no. so they were like, "Come be extra, like that'd be awesome. You can just hang out with us." And then I was talking to the director, and we found out that he's like, "Why are you extra? I offered you a part." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was sort of this awkward moment of just like, "Oh, what are you talking about? I I have no idea what." are you talking about? I don't know what this is. And he, yeah, that happened. <laughs> That's a dagger to the heart. Did, you, did you yell at that, your old agent? No, I just never talked to them. Oh, man. Because so there was no point. If, if someone is that, Shable. you know, petty, you're not going to. 
I can fix it with a phone no. call. No. I can't believe you did this to me. All right, we'll send you a gift card. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not going <laughs> to help at all. Uh, well, yeah, that was pretty bad. But uh, hey, you've booked a lot in your I life. Have. so I, uh, I know. I'm actually filming an episode of Bones tomorrow. Congratulations. Oh, there you go. Thank that's you. super exciting. What kind of character are you playing? On <laughs> I'm playing like an animal rights activist. Oh, like a yeah. rich girl animal rights activist who's freeing these animals from a, her lap. From a lap. <laughs> I love it. Old yeah. school like E.T. type stuff. Oh, yeah. That's I'm fantastic. Super excited. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, uh, you know, don't you, nothing's holding you back. You're Mm-mm. going. You're going to the top. I got your coattails. <laughs> Take me with you. Latch on, latch on. <laughs> Gina, where can people find you on social media and that kind of stuff that they want to uh, check out you online? Well, you can find me at Twitter and on at, at Gina Soros. <laughs> Great. Uh-huh. Oh, you nerd. I know. And uh, I, you can actually find me in a web series that's coming out soon called Future Girl Show by the lovely Amy Dowen and Rick Budd and Nick Gilman. It's great. It's a, it's a roommate comedy about a girl from the future and a nice. Viking and me. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. I'm, in, I'm locked in. Right? Future Girl Show? Future Girl, yeah. And then... Uh, also, check out Gina on Bones coming mm-hmm. out this season. And Mono. And Mono coming out this spring. Yeah. April, yeah. maybe. Is it? I, I don't thought, know. I thought not April because of Star Wars. I have no idea then. We'll figure it out, guys. <laughs> we'll get back to you. Gina, thank you so much for coming on Thanks the building. Thanks so much for having me.